else did I do and how in love you were? Then came kids, work, responsibilities, and laundry. Suddenly your marriage became the last thing on your priority list. Are you wanting more out of your marriage? We're Jeff and Mandy Rose. We want to show you how to design your perfect marriage. Join us on our challenges of adventure, commitment, faith, and yes, intimacy. We want to help you make your marriage more. So do you have any pep in your step today? I have zero pep in my step. We need some pep. We need some pep. Oh, I need some caffeine. I've just been drinking my water this morning. I haven't even had my Shakeology. Maybe you get some caffeinated water. They have that? I have no idea. I don't think so. It sounded pretty interesting, though. No, I've been drinking my... I've already done... Is this... How many ounces is this water thing? 16? Oh, I thought it was 32. No, it's 32. 32. Yes, I've already had 32 ounces of water today, which is amazing. Mm. And it's because it's only 8.49 a.m. That's very good. It is. Yeah. I'm on a mission to really, like, drink a lot of water. That's interesting. And pee a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'll say. Or our water uh, bill might be higher this month if you keep up this. Oh, come on. It can't be any higher than whenever, like in the summer, whenever you would overflow the pool like every other week. So uh, moving on to this weekend, <laughs> are we going on a date this weekend? I hope we are. You think so? I think we need to. I, why do you say that? Because it's been a while. It has been a while. We usually go on weekly date nights, but our babysitters moved. <laughs> Well, they moved to college, I guess you could say. So we haven't had a date in a while. No, we haven't. And we've been out of town and we've had just a lot of things going on in our life. Do we actually have any babysitters at the moment? I mean, this is actually I mean, a real I've, life question. I, I really don't know. This is a real life question. Yeah. yeah. I have a few, but they're usually busy. <laughs> okay. Because they're high schoolers and high school kids are busy, busy, busy. I don't remember being that busy when I was in high school. I was definitely not that busy in high school. Yeah. So yeah, we definitely need to make the date a priority. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I said yes. Okay. <laughs> what? You need reassurance or you just want to call the babysitter yourself? No, or? I, no, I'm trying to set the stage for the podcast. I'm like talking about making dating a priority. It okay, was like, yeah. I'm trying to tie it in. You're supposed <laughs> to like feed off of me. <laughs> well, we usually make date night a priority, but we have been slacking lately. So we need to step up our game. We have. So that's the topic of today's podcast of just not only making dating a priority, but how to have the perfect date. You know, what are the, some of those key elements of having that perfect date? Don't bring your best friend. Don't bring your best friend. <laughs> Do not bring a third wheel. In podcast episode number six, we talked about the importance of dating your spouse. So we think it's important. We obviously believe it's important. It's something that we do make a priority. Obviously, that sometimes if we travel or if we have... Uh, I guess, kid commitments, i.e. sports or who knows what, then there might be some weekends where we don't have a date night. But uh, we try. We are very diligent about that. But I think it's also important that not only to have that date night, but to also make sure that you're you know, being present with the date and just make sure that you're putting some time and effort. So that's what we want to talk about today. Okay, let's do it. Okay. This is being very, very redundant, but that's okay. Once again, making dating a priority And we talked a lot about this in the podcast episode number six, where we see a lot of couples, and I think we even fell into this at the beginning, especially after our first child, where we didn't go on dates. Yeah. Because we made every excuse in the book that, oh, we can't leave our kid behind. He's nine months, a year, two, three. 
Oh, come on. I went on a date with you before that. I know. I know. But that is true. A lot of people do that. Like they have kids and then they think, especially the women as mothers, that like you feel guilty leaving your kids. It's not that they don't want to go. It's just that they feel guilty and they're not making it a priority. They're not saying, okay, this is something that we need to make sure that our marriage stays strong. They look at it like, oh my gosh, I'm leaving my child. That's such a bad mother, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's that struggle. But I definitely feel like it's something that you need to do for your marriage. Absolutely. And I think... Sometimes, I mean, even with us, with you know, our schedules get so hectic. We've got three boys, two of them are in sports. We just with church and our online businesses and my financial planning practice. I mean, we've, you know, like, and we're no different than any other family. Every family's got stuff going on. And I think it's so important to have those discussions about, hey, what is on the calendar? You know, what do we have coming up? And looking out, you know, not just a week, probably at least two weeks, So one way of making it a priority is looking at your calendar and putting it on the calendar, putting that date on the calendar so that when Friday comes, when Saturday comes, that you know, hey, five o'clock, we're going on a date. And five o'clock. I'm just that's early. Could be early, but (laughs) all right. Six o'clock, whatever. Uh, Seven o'clock. You know, we're getting old now. So I'm going to say, do you eat dinner that early? Yeah. Well, three thirty. We're going on a date. You know, we're going (laughs) to buffet. You can make a date anytime you want, actually, especially if you have problems getting childcare. So, I mean, you could do it during the day if you had to. Yeah. No, I think to go on that, if you look at your calendar and recognize that maybe that you're going to be gone, maybe there's a wedding or just for whatever reason, you can't go on a date on a weekend then you could look at, well, maybe we can go on a date during the week, you know, on a Thursday night, on a Wednesday night, whatever that may be. So if you can see that, man, we're not going to be able to go on a date for a while just based on our busy schedule, then, you know, once again, making a priority and recognizing hey, mom and dad need some time alone. We need some adult conversation. We need to go somewhere where there's no animated cartoons, kids fighting, Poopy diapers and all that jazz are going on. So just making it a priority. We're out of poopy diaper phase. We are out of, but we're not out of a pee filled diaper phase. So (laughs) that is true. We still have to deal with pull ups at night. So yeah. Once you make it a priority, I think the other thing is to have some sort of plan. And I'll say I'm probably the worst at this, but let's see how if how many of you have ever had this conversation where wife asks, oh, where do you want to go to dinner? Husband responds, oh, wherever you want to go. Wife's like silence, like man up, make a decision. I agree. Sometimes I just want you to and, and it depends on what your personalities are, but like that's how we roll. And like, I just want you to make a decision. Just be like, you know what sounds good to me? This. And don't say Buffalo Wild Wings. (laughs) (laughs) Where there's like 9 million TVs where you can watch sports and be completely distracted. But I do. I just like it when you make a decision. I like it even better when you're like, babe, you know what? We're going to go on a date. We're going to go to such and such restaurant at 6 p.m. So be ready by 545 on Friday night. Now, to <laughs> to kind of extend the conversation, husbands, have you ever went through this conversation with your spouse? Wife asks, oh, where do you want to go eat? Husband says, oh, what about here, here, or here? Wife says, no. <laughs> like, none of the above. And then husband responds with silence and shrugs, like, slumps his shoulders and... I'm picky. <laughs> At least take me somewhere I want to go. Like I said, Buffalo Wild Wings is not going to be a good date night. I have never, ever suggested Buffalo Wild Wings for a date. Just let's just be honest. I have never suggested that. I may have suggested that when we have our boys with us, but I've never suggested Buffalo Wild Wings for a date. Okay. 
But I have suggested other times that I got shot down in all three. True story. Yeah, true story. Well, if we had some good restaurant choices here, it would be different. But we live in the middle of nowhere land, and we have, like, Chili's. Yep. Logan's Roadhouse. Boom. There's just really not a lot of options. So, and then that's, if you live in a nice big city, you're lucky. Yeah. Because we have to really get creative whenever we talk about going to dinner. <laughs> we did. And actually for our podcast listeners, uh, surprise, surprise, but uh, we actually are periscoping this right now. So we're having some interaction from some of our uh, followers on social media. And someone just shouted out Ruth Chris Steakhouse, which we actually just had the privilege of eating at this past weekend at a conference in Charlotte. If we had Ruth Chris Steakhouse close to us, we probably would frequent there a little more often than the once every two years that we do now. Actually, I've only been there twice yeah, in my so, whole life. Uh, I think I've been there four times <laughs> in my entire life. So actually, yeah, four divided by So are we saying that the perfect date night, the first thing is to make it a priority? And are we saying that you have to go to dinner or that's just an idea? Um, just an idea. Yeah, but I think it's okay. making it a priority. Yeah, it doesn't have to be dinner. Obviously, it's more traditional, but, you know, having a plan. But you could also dare to be different. What if, for example, it could be going to play a nine-hole golf course, par three golf course? That would be like totally not a date for me. But yes, I get it. If people like golf, that would be a great date. Or even better, like it might be fun because I don't know how to play golf. So it could get interesting. Yeah, no, we actually used to have a uh, par three golf course in our area. And unfortunately, it shut down. And I remember we went there. I think we went there, didn't we? Maybe not. No, we did. It was like a night golf course. Yeah, it was like a you night could golf do course. night golf. It was so cool. Someone is definitely suggesting that uh, we do pedicures and massages together. Yeah. I've never had a pedicure. You want to get a pedicure? The funny thing is, is I'm probably like the only girl on the planet who doesn't like pedicures. <laughs> or massages. No, I don't because I don't like people to touch my feet. I don't just don't like people to touch, to put pressure on me. Is that weird? It's very weird. People are like, you don't like a massage? And I'm like, not really. Because it's like, if you're going to do it, I need to just do it real light. <laughs> it yeah. freaks me out when people are like pressing really hard on my body. No, I also, for me, I'm super, super ticklish on my feet. So somebody was giving me a pedicure. I'm sure they can be sensitive to that. But I swear I'd probably karate kick them in the face. If they... No, I, when I get a pedicure, I'm like, just paint my toes. I don't need you to massage my feet. Because if they start doing that, I'm like, ah! like it's, it's too ticklish for me. So, yeah. But, but it would be fun. It would be kind of fun. You I would do it just for the sake of doing it. And um, we have done a couple's massage before where they've actually come to our house. And this is before we had kids. Yeah. Um, that they came to our house and they did it in our house. But here's the thing that I don't necessarily love about that idea. I mean, it's a great idea, but it doesn't give you a good chance to be able to talk to each other or communicate or to connect. Yeah. So I know like when Jeff and I have done that in the past, we are like face looking at the ground. He's passed out, probably snoring. I mean, we're not really talking to each other. So it's good and relaxing and it's fun to do together, but it's not necessarily the best date idea. Yeah, I agree. I think one of the most fun things, and it's been a while since we did this, but we have like a zip lining course in our area and we took, I took a day out of the office and we went, we actually went with some friends, made it a double date and we went zip lining during the day. Yeah, that was fun. You know, that was a lot of fun. Totally different. So just like looking in your area, what are things that you can do different? You know, have a plan. One thing that I always want, well, I will say, I think it'd be really cool until you see like these horrible accidents happen, but going on, on like a hot air balloon ride, I think would be kind of cool. Well, the idea sounds kind of cool. I think that would be cool. Okay. I just then I picture the balloon like catching on fire or something. I don't know. 
<laughs> very tragic. But well, no. I think the perfect date night can be two things. It could be doing something new together, something that you guys have never done. I mean, that could be the recipe for the perfect date night, or it could just be as simple as going to dinner. The point is, is that you're doing it together and it's something that like is bringing you closer together and giving you time to reconnect. Yes. All right. So another thing I want to touch upon, and this, I guess, has more or less to do with you are planning a date night that involves going to dinner and maybe going out to a nicer restaurant, but dressing to impress, dress to impress. I'm not talking about dressing to impress the other people at the restaurant, dressing to impress the opposite sex. I'm talking about dressing to impress your spouse. And I'm talking to both men and women here. I mean, I'll talk to the guys, maybe mainly talk to the women, but Put some effort into how you look. You know, if your wife likes you clean shaven, then shave before you go to dinner. I know that my wife hates it whenever I have a, she doesn't like, I think she doesn't mind the look, but if we. I don't like to kiss him whenever he has the stuff. It's just when it's stubbly. Scruffy face, right? Whatever, I don't like it. Yeah, so, and for dudes that, if you're going out to a nicer restaurant and you're the type that always wears a baseball hat, lose it. Lose a baseball hat. Put in a little hairspray or mousse or something and fix your hair and take off the baseball hat. And no T-shirts, maybe a nice dress shirt untucked. That's cool. I never tuck my dress shirts anyway. But putting some effort to how you look. And if you look at it whenever you first started dating and you put a little more effort to how you looked and put it on deodorant, a little bit of cologne, then it should be the same thing after you've been married for five years, 10 years, 20 years. Putting some effort to how you look so that you're just, you know, you're dressing up for your spouse. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's easy for women, especially for me, like a mom. I like want to be in my yoga pants, especially after a long day. You know, you're like, you just want to get in comfortable clothes. But it's so important to still want to look good for each other. Because I know there's been times that we've, we were going to go to dinner. And I'm like, you think it's fine if I just wear this? And he would be like, I mean, I'd be like in like just scrubby clothes, nothing cute. And he was just like, yeah. But I could tell that he was like, I mean, you're going to go to dinner and that. I mean, I guess it's fine, but I'd love for you to like look nice. And he's never said anything. But I just think especially if you're going to go do something new or going to dinner together, like looking good for each other matters. You think it doesn't because you've been married for however long, like we've been married 11 years and Jeff is going to love me no matter how I look at dinner. But it's just the effort that you put into wanting to look good for each other is what matters. Absolutely. And the funny thing about, I think, men and women is that when men go out with other men to go out, hang out, have some drinks, whatever. We don't put any effort into how we look. We'll wear the same stuff. We'll wear baseball hats, whatever. May shower, may shave, maybe not. But when women go out with other women, they always, always dress up. Am I right? Yeah, I know. It is funny because I guess it's just because we all like want to look cute. Because I, I remember that she was going to a conference a couple of years ago And she was putting all this effort into all these different outfits that she was going to wear. And this was a conference that was an all-female conference. And I remember she had this dress that she was wearing that she looked amazing. I mean, you looked hot. (laughs) And I have never seen you wear that dress in person because you wore it at a conference with other women. (laughs) Women have this like competitive nature where they want to like, you know, they're like, oh, I have to look as good as them. It's a competition thing. Women Women compete. compete. It's true. (laughs) Hashtag women compete. Yeah. So it's like, man, like uh, I would love to have you wear that 
dress or you know something like that when we're going out to dinner just saying well i dress up for you i know what are you saying you I, want a dress i'm just saying i haven't i've not seen you've not worn that dress mm-hmm. on a date with me that's all i'm saying i don't even know what dress you're talking about i don't remember either but i remember you looked hot that's all <laughs> that's all all right so we are dressing to impressing and then moving on is when you actually go to dinner is make sure that you focus on staying connected And that is, I think, from the beginning of, and I'll admit, sometimes I'm good at this, other times I'm horrible, but, you know, the little things of opening the door for your wife, making efforts to hold her hand, dropping her off at the door or picking her up at the door. Dropping her off at the door. Let's talk about that one. That's something that I was very, very bad at. I like to say, and feel free to call me out or not, but I feel like I've recognized the error of my ways of being stupid and not dropping you off or picking you up at the door. Yeah, but you've actually come around a long way. He used to be the type of person that if it wasn't raining and I'd be like, oh, can you just drop me at the door? He'd be like, it's 10 feet. Why? You're fine. And I was just trying to explain to him that regardless if it's 10 feet, 100 feet, whatever, the point is, is that you're going out of your way to do something nice for me. Like, and what does it matter to you? You know, I'd always be like, why do you care? You're just, you know, like, it doesn't matter. But he never saw that. He was always just like, that's stupid. Yeah. But now he's really good at it because he has realized that it means something to me. Like I like to be dropped at the door and, or especially if it's sprinkling (laughs) and you've done a good job with that. Yeah. And I feel like at the beginning, a lot of it was the military in me coming out of, what's the big deal? It's only water or, you know, you'll be all right. You'll make it. And I don't know. It it took a while. It took a marital for me to see how stupid and selfish I was being. So, you know, now recognizing that that's one of her love habits is making sure that I do and consider it and feel free to drop her off and pick her up and be the husband that I should be. Anything that makes my life easier. That's what makes me feel loved. But I will say not because I feel like we're talking a lot lot about the things that you're doing wrong, but I'm really bad about like holding hands or kissing you or just showing affection. First of all, I'm not a huge like affection in public kind of person. Mm -hmm. I like to like holding hands and kissing is okay. But I mean, do not slip me the tongue in public or I might smack you. I feel like that's so inappropriate. And that's just me. I mean, lots of people do it and it's okay. It's just what about like a tongue in the ear? No, that would be so not cool. It would like, like end our date as fast as it started. Like, but, but lick facing, lick or face licking is okay. Right? No, none, none of that is okay. But okay. I do still do a very poor job of like holding your hand or, you know, leaning in to kiss you just a peck or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you do. I, I do. I do a bad job of that. My love language on my love language scale, affection is like negative zero physical touch touch. oh physical touch that's right it's really low for me but i need to work on that you're doing a good job Mm -hmm. you're doing a good job (laughs) so as far as focus on staying connected one way to do that is if if buffalo wild wings is your spot that's great but maybe choosing a restaurant that has less tvs that has less temptation to be distracted and you know prevent you from being connected with your spouse basically go to somewhere that doesn't have any tv so you're not watching the cardinal game like that's what would happen to me right because it's like you're not even trying to but if the tvs are there and they're on and they're like almost in front of your face like you can't help it correct so it's a huge distraction so you have to go somewhere where there's none of that yeah and the other thing the other thing and this is huge especially like nowadays in our culture put the phones away 
Put the phones away. How many times have you gone to dinner and seen a couple eating where both of them are buried in their phones instead of having being connected with their spouse, making eye contact, having conversation? They're just on their phones doing who knows Lord's what, Facebook, Instagram, ESPN app. Fitness pal. Fitness pal. <laughs> he tracks all his food. So every time we're at dinner, he's like putting in his fitness pal, like the food. And I'm like, people are going to think that you're totally ignoring me right now. <laughs> so I need to do a better job of doing the fitness pal after I eat, but just putting the phone away. I know or- if you've got kids and they're at home, you got a babysitter, you want to have it somewhat handy, but doesn't mean you have to be on your phone. I was going to say, that's my main reason for having my phone out. I always like to have it like out and on the table just because if we have a babysitter, like I get worried about the kids. And as long as I can know that I can be easily reached and contacted, then I feel better. It makes me feel more present in the date because if my phone is away and I don't know like, oh my gosh, is the babysitter calling me? Like that's always in the back of my mind. So I do like to have my phone out, but I don't look at it very often, unless it's like the babysitter, I guess you could say. Yeah. So if you are at that point, maybe in your marriage where you're having some difficulty in having conversation with your spouse, I know sometimes guys just struggle with trying to talk to your spouse. Oh, did you see the Cardinal game? My wife was like, no, like, why are you talking to me about this? Try to find that common grounds or just have just how to strike up conversation. Here's one little thing you can do. This is what we're calling the reflection question. And asking this question should open up some dialogue of some good conversation with your spouse. You can actually do this daily. If you don't do it daily, you forget something that you could do for the date. And the question goes something like this. Hey, honey, you know, what was the most exciting thing that happened to you this week? May I say the answer to that? No, you don't have to. Okay, I was going to say my week is... (laughs) No, that's a good idea. But it's a good question, right? So it's a good question and it opens up conversation. Whoever asked the question, think. And obviously, if you ask your spouse that, ask your wife that, then she asks you the return question and you're able to respond. And it just helps you reflect on what has transpired over the last few days, last week. And just have some good conversation. And to know what's going on in each other's lives. Because sometimes life is so busy. There's a lot of times that like I have no idea like how your day went. There's Mm -hmm. like little parts, but sometimes you forget to tell me the exciting things and vice versa. You know, there might be something exciting that I like completely forgot because I hadn't seen you all day, you know? So it is good to reflect on the week and just the positive things that you have had happen. Yeah. So a, a part B of that question. So once again, the reflection question is what's the most exciting thing that happened to you this week? And then the follow up question is what's one thing that you would like to change about this week? What's one thing that you would like to have done differently or had happened differently? And that could be an opportunity for your spouse to, yeah, I wish you would have taken out the trash or I wish you would have put. Don't do that. But no, I mean, it's I mean, if that is something it's like, hey, I wish that we would have been to went to bed earlier. And I don't know, whatever that is. But it's just a good way. to once again, and it could be identifying where maybe the spouse could help out. Just be careful with that, though. Be careful. Yeah. you Make sure that you have like gentleness in your tone and it's not attacking. Yeah. And, if you can, you know, don't make it like something that they've done wrong. If something in your week that you could change, try to make it something that isn't that your spouse did wrong. Right, right, right. Okay. That would really ruin my date. It would. <laughs> if you were like, well, I wish you would have like ironed my shirt. <laughs> I, would, I would be like, date's over. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully that question, this part B of the question doesn't ruin the date. Because the last thing that uh, I want to close with is make sure that you save time for dessert. 
And even more importantly, well, not more importantly, but maybe equally as important, make sure that you save some time for some booty knocking. Oh, geez. Here we go. I disagree with that. Like, a date doesn't have to end in sex. But it could. It very well could if the date went well. Here's the thing. If you make your wife or significant other feel very loved at dinner and it's going well, most likely she is going to, like, want to, you know, make love to you later. That's uh, well, Unless she's really tired. What and I'm unless saying you is, just keep her out really late. And then she might want to just wait till the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, here's what I'm putting down. From the husband's perspective, if you're making the data priority, if you have a plan, if you're intentional of choosing a restaurant, if you are dressing to impress, if you are putting your smartphone away, if you're making eye contact, if you're holding hands, if you're asking deep, well thought out questions, game on. Yeah, I agree. If all of that happens, that is the recipe for the perfect <laughs> booty call. <laughs> And the title of this is The Perfect Date Night. But yes, I would agree with that. It makes me want to love on you for sure. I just want to let you know right now I'm going to create a note reminding for myself that if we do go on a date, then I'm going to plan this out and make sure I make Oh, you're taking notes on your notes? I'm making notes on my notes as a reminder so I can plan out our date night on Friday. <laughs> Even better if you could line up the babysitter. See, this is where he, he goes blank because he doesn't even know the babysitter's <laughs> names or their phone numbers. Well, I know our old babysitter's names. I don't know our new babysitter's names. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Got it. All right. All right. So that is what uh, we have for our perfect date strategy. So if you are listening to this and you recognize that you have not gone on a date, a good date with your spouse in a while, take some notes, put it on the calendar, dress to impress, don't be distracted. And just have a great evening. Have a great date with your spouse. Get connected. Because it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And make out at the end. And make out at the end. <laughs> but make sure you brush your teeth. And if you ate any type of meat or so, make sure you floss because you always get meat stuck in the teeth. <laughs> okay. This is good. No. Okay. We're done. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we appreciate you checking in on our Marriage More podcast. And for those on Periscope, thanks for checking us out. We've enjoyed hosting you in our recording, the Marriage More Rose Recording Studios, wherever this is called. <laughs> Whatever. Until next time, this is your life. This is your marriage. And only you can make it more. Take care.